Hello and a warm welcome to Living Fabulously with Bev. I'm a well-being coach, change specialist and founder of Living Fabulously. The mission for this fortnightly show is to get to the heart of well-being through inspirational stories of everyday people, expert insights from a number of health and lifestyle related disciplines and exploration of topics that underpin well-being. I invite you to take control of your well-being and put yourself front and centre in your life. If you're feeling tired and burned out from the stress of having it all, then this is the podcast for you. I want you to feel calm, nurtured and inspired so you can enjoy your life and your success. Join me on this journey and let's live the fab life together. Today gives me great pleasure to welcome Ian Cleary. He's an advanced lightning process practitioner and I wanted to interview Ian because I've actually used the lightning process. So welcome Ian. Thanks Bev, thanks for having me on. So would you tell me about yourself and what it is that you do? Yes, well I specialize in chronic pain and chronic fatigue conditions using a brain body retraining program called the lightning process. So I travel all around Australia and New Zealand, running these health-based trainings for people that are really stuck in their health. And it is extraordinary work, really extraordinary work. I get to work with people that are really stuck. That biomedical model just hasn't worked. They've tried everything. And I teach them that they are the most influential person in their lives. So they don't have to just cope with life or manage symptoms or put up with things. They get to live fabulously. Great name, Mm. great name, live fabulously. (laughs) Perfect. How would you describe your own journey to where you are today? It's been an interesting one and really amazing. So I guess when I started out, the concepts that I teach were, they were a little out there and the the very idea of focusing on brain function and retraining was uh, misunderstood. But that's changed or it's changing and particularly areas like neuroplasticity, psychoneuroimmunology and just general pain theory that they have changed so much and so it feels like I've been part of that journey so I started out 20 years ago working in personal development not health but personal development the vast number of illnesses really are lifestyle illnesses so that's uh, food stress exercise so that requires personal responsibility for that change so getting people to be their own doctor and my fascination was how can we make it easy for them what gets in their way what makes it harder And why do some people make it look so effortless? So I had a shift from personal development to chronic health because of uh, a personal experience. My wife was sick. My wife was really sick. She had chronic fatigue syndrome. She was sick for seven years. She had to give up a job she loved. She lost friends. She almost lost me. And she was really stuck in that model that said that something is either physical or psychological. And All the tests were showing up negative and she knew she wasn't crazy. She knew she wasn't putting it on, so she was really stuck. And she was basically told that she had to accept and learn to manage it. So she was lucky to hear about the lightning process. It was only available in London. And Mm -hmm. she flew across to London. And just to put a perspective around it, she was really sick. I said goodbye to a lady in a wheelchair. And three weeks later, she walked out symptom-free. So that was... Clearly, it was life-altering for her, but it was life-altering for me as well. So it's tempting to say it was miraculous, but it was work. Uh, It was fast and effective, and it was work that only she could do. So I was really impressed. So I 
moved the family to London, I retrained and I brought the lightning process back to Australia. That's many years ago and, and since then I've been travelling around Australia teaching people the lightning process and I guess in the early days it was really challenging to describe the lightning process because neuroplasticity just hadn't entered public awareness. It, it just didn't make sense to people that the brain could be a central driver for pain or fatigue. Mm. People just ignored the brain and they went down that journey of finding the broken bit in the body. So uh, things have changed and they, they really have changed a lot. It's interesting how quickly things are changing. So it's been an amazing journey for me because it feels like I've been at that cutting edge of our understanding and it's exciting because of all, all of these hopeless cases, now that's changed. It's, it's not hopeless anymore. And what we know is it doesn't matter how long you've had pain or fatigue or, or how severe it is that you can change it. The brain is the most changeable, trainable organ in our body, so we can change it. So powerful. Could you please explain what the lightning process is? Yes. It is getting easier to explain it because of those understandings of neuroplasticity. But the lightning process is a framework that I work, so it puts all of these concepts into a three-day training program. So we teach how the brain affects the body and, importantly, how the body affects the brain. So we look at brain function, we look at the biological impact of chronic stress and past stressors like traumas and how they influence brain function and, and the sensitivity of the nervous system. One way to describe the lightning process is that we retrain the brain and the body to respond appropriately to a situation rather than historically. So that's responses like pain, fatigue, but also emotional responses or behavioural responses, cognitive responses that people get stuck in. That's one way to describe the lightning process. It's teaching people to really take back control of their brain and their body and to have their brain and their body working for them rather than against them. That sounds much easier than trying to explain the lightning process as a technical process. Yeah. <laughs> Could you please explain then why people come to you is it only ever for of chronic fatigue and pain and what is your approach with them? Well, people come to me for lots of different reasons. So because we're working with brain function, the applications are, are huge. So often people come to me, first of all, the comment they make is it makes sense. So they've, they've kind of hit their dead ends and their, their brick walls and they've done their own research into neuroplasticity. And it's almost like they're figuring it out themselves but they just don't know that tool. And the other thing that happens is the idea of a training really appeals to people because they're sick of putting their health into the hands of someone else or a pill or a, a supplement or it's this loss of control that happens with chronic illness. And that's a comment that I, that I hear, that it's really empowering to take back charge and to really learn what is going on and then to do something about it. And the research is really clear that it's those patient-driven, proactive responses that often lead to full-term recovery. Mm -hmm. So people come to me for lots of reasons. Um, I, I work with chronic pain and chronic fatigue, but people can get stuck in lots of responses. So anxiety, for example, or depression or post-traumatic stress, understanding what we can do about these, how we can take control of these is really empowering. So I, I see a wide range of conditions. And if I recall, we did a sort of pre-course discussion and you actually uh, were looking for something. Yes. So the lightning process doesn't suit everyone. It's a training. 
And I guess maybe everyone could do it, but not everyone is going to do it because it takes work. And for some people, it's making radical changes in their lives, radical changes. So it's not just about turning off pain or turning off fatigue or or stopping anxiety. It's taking a, a really broad approach to look at what is going on and what can I do to change it? And so I have this application process that I take people through to to determine if they are ready for that. And I don't think it's fair to take someone on if I don't think they're going to get the changes that they want out of the training or if I don't think that they are really going to put in that broad approach to making radical change in, in their life. So that, that's the application process. And, and I knock back many, many people that unfortunately they are, they're desperate, but they're not determined. And there's a, there's a big difference. And I would love to take everyone on, but it's not fair to take someone on if they're not going to get success from the training. So that's the application process. I know that you've got many case studies. So could you just share some of those that people would understand how this lightning process can be applied? Well, I see people that have had decades of chronic illness and whether that's pain or fatigue and the really interesting thing about the conditions that I work with is it's not a it's not a case of healing there's no biological healing that needs to take place it's more a sense of retraining and what that means is that success can happen very quickly. It's a little like changing a habit in some ways that why is it that some people can just stop smoking? They just stop. They just put down that cigarette pack and they never smoke again. That's change and it can be incredibly fast. And the same applies for a lot of the conditions that I work with. It can happen really quickly and and hence the name The Lightning Process. It, It doesn't have to be a long, slow process of healing. If you can address all of the pieces, all the, the factors, then things can happen really quickly. So I'll, I'll see people that are, they go from bed bound to active very quickly or in a debilitating pain condition to being pain free mm. just so quickly. And, and it comes down to that model of retraining. It, it's not a healing that's required. It's a, uh, a retraining that's required. So lots of case studies and, and from an outsider's point of view, it seems miraculous. Like my wife's, you know, entering the this airport terminal in a wheelchair and and walking out three weeks later. It, it seems miraculous, but only if you're in this mindset of a slow healing process has to happen, and it and it doesn't. It can be really quick. So a lot of my case studies are fast, fast change. Not for everyone. Sometimes it's it is real work and it's challenging. It's finding the missing piece, but they're incredible case studies of just how quickly people can change when they put their mind to it. Power of the mind is just amazing. Yeah. So Ian, if you could talk to your 20-year-old self, what would you share with him to put him on the path to lifelong well-being? Yes, it's a great question. I I remember getting asked this once before. My honest answer is that I wouldn't waste my time talking to my 20-year-old self. Like he, he, he wouldn't listen and, and that is really okay. It really is okay because well, I realise that people need to be ready to hear a message and my 20-year-old self was way too busy, probably living a fairly typical wild life and I wouldn't want to change it. I, I really feel like the reason that I've got to where I am now is because of all of those things that 20-year-old me did. 
So they were key. They were a key part of the journey. So that's all the stuff-ups, the poor decisions, the crazy uni years. It's tempting to say that there was a lot of wasted time and energy, but that, that made me. And I just wouldn't have listened. You know, I, I guess I wouldn't have listened to an older version of me because that's what my father's advice was, and that was often ignored. So <laughs> I thought I knew better, uh, but I needed to live it. I needed to learn it, and I think there's a real value to that. And people I often work with will sometimes say that they're glad they got sick. Like it's an extraordinary statement to make, but some people say they're really glad of those years of struggle because that gave them the insight to look at what's going on and make really radical change in their lives. So I would have left my 20-year-old me alone. And how can people work with you or find out more about what you do? The easiest way is go to my website. So that's iancleary.com. It's filled with information. uh, But often it's easier just to pick up the phone and uh, have a chat and we can talk more specifically about your situation. So I offer free half-hour consultation. Going through the website's the first easy step, iancleary.com. And if somebody who's listening is not in Australia or New Zealand, there is an opportunity still, isn't there? There is. There are lightning process practitioners right around the world. So I have colleagues in North America, right across Europe, South Africa. So to find the list of practitioners, they just need to go to lightningprocess.com and they'll be able to find a practitioner close to them. I know that obviously your wife got on a plane to go to London. That's how committed she was to getting well. But I guess for most people, there's going to be somewhere in the world close by that they can get to. Yes, that's right. There are practitioners spread widely across the world, not in every city. So sometimes people do need to, to make that journey. And that's a difficult journey. So it's important that people understand the lightning process, understand the approach. It needs to make sense and they need to be ready to throw themselves into it. And when they're ready, then jumping on a plane, going to another country if necessary, it's totally worth it uh, because of what you get out of it. Mm. So how could somebody get ready for this? You know, uh, I get what you're saying about you need to be in that place where you're ready to make those changes. So what could somebody do? I know that they could have a conversation with you, but what else could they do? There's a real process of, of getting ready. So there's some mental steps that people go through. And the first one is believing that it's possible. And some people are, are stuck at that point where they just don't believe it's possible. So I would actively search out success stories, chat to people if you've met someone or or ask those questions and they're the people to, to track down. And then you can get to a point where you can go, okay, this is possible. Then the next step is people go, well, it's possible, but is it possible for me? So that's a real personal journey to go through. You, you read a success story or you, you meet someone that's got success and the brain will just be processing, okay, are they really like me or am, am I a little bit different? So that takes some work to really just get curious about how are you thinking about this problem and are you remaining stuck because you're not seeing that you're like everyone else, you're, you're like these other people. And then The next step is really critical, and that's are you ready to take responsibility for your results and your changes and your health? And that's also a journey. It's a massive journey. But if people look back through their own lives, they'll see the changes that they made 
when they went into that mind shift of I need to change something here, I need to do something, and extraordinary things happen when people click into that. So that's a real journey. So I think it, it really helps to track down success stories and look at the way your own you, you're thinking about the situation. Mm. There is there is a book, the Lightning Process book. It's the introduction to the Lightning Process, and the way that it's been written is to ask questions that challenges people to move into a state of readiness. So that's also a useful process to go through. And I guess the other thing that sort of resonates with me is that you have got so many case studies on your your website and you do as you say you've got the book so there's evidence there that allows the brain to kind of clock into <laughs> yes this is possible yes yeah and, and i think one other wonderful thing about technology is we are linked into the world and there are so many success stories out there and, and this is not just lightning process this is success stories so people get well with, with with that thing that you have that that has been a burden on your life for maybe decades there are people out there that have had that and maybe even worse and maybe even longer and they are better they are really well. They are living fabulously. And that's a wonderful thing about technology. We, we can have this insight far bigger than our own village. And I guess it's also that's where digging deep in, in taking responsibility is what were the rewards perhaps of being in that space? Do you mean the rewards of being in the space of stuckness? Yes, well, you know, perhaps uh, it's the attention you may have got or those types of things. I guess there might might be that sort of acknowledgement about the stuckness too. Well, yeah, I think I think that is that is something that is really important, and it's a a tricky subject to bring up because it often is mistaken as suggesting that people are doing things on purpose. I mentioned the importance of believing that it's possible. And I guess another thing is to really want it. You have to really, really, really want it no matter what. And as you start to look at that point, do I really want it? You'll find some benefits of being sick. And, and if you can't find them, you're not looking hard enough. There are benefits. And it's not saying that people are sick on purpose, but it's just deciding do the rewards of really living fabulously and getting well, are they so great that I'm willing to ditch all of these things that are, are benefits of being sick? Mm. I'd like to ask then, what are your tips for living fabulously? Oh, good question. I think, I think my tip for living fabulously is to take back control. Take back control and not to underestimate the impact of stress. So when we stress we shut down some key biological functions. So that fight or flight response is about running away from physical danger and putting energy into our limbs. So we shut down any function that's not using energy for that purpose to, to run away or fight. And so we turn off digestion. We shut down immune function. Our nerves become hypersensitive. We don't sleep. And the organ that uses the most energy is the brain. So what stress does is drop cognitive function. So I guess my tips for living fabulously is to really understand the impact of stress and take control. And from a very practical point of view, it's learning to be present and consciously calming your body. And, and I think that is a skill and it's a skill that anyone can learn to consciously relax your body. And I think that will influence physical, mental, spiritual, emotional well-being. 
And I'm not talking about 30 minutes of mindfulness meditation, even though I'm a massive fan of that. What I'm talking about is when you're out and about, you know, when you're at work, when you're getting kids ready for school, when the boss is angry at you, when you're stuck in traffic or you make a mistake or desperately want to say no to someone. It's those times when stress hormones are kicking in that it is such a skill to just calm your body. So that's, that's my tip. Fantastic. So you can find Ian by searching for him online. It's ianclearry.com. And he's also on Facebook under Ian Cleary Lightning Process. Ian, thank you so much for sharing your journey. And I feel really inspired to say to the listeners, you know, take back control and understand the impact of stress on yourself. I agree the learning to be present and consciously relaxing the body will support the brain to retrain and to respond appropriately, not historically. So I love that. Thank you so much, Ian. That's quite right, Bev. Nice to chat. Thank you so much for listening and I trust you enjoyed this episode. You can get the links and any references from this episode in the show notes at my website www.livingfabulously.com forward slash podcasts. Please subscribe, rate and review on iTunes or Google Play. I invite you to spread the love around by sharing the podcast with a friend who you think deserves to live fabulously. I look forward to connecting with you online. You can find me on Facebook by searching for Living Fabulously with Bev. Until next time, be sure to live the fab life. The information shared here and in our programs and webinars should not be seen as medical advice and is not meant to take the place of seeing licensed health professionals.